You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on Monday, the 30th of November. This is Mark Weiss with the top news at this hour. The Director General of the Foreign Ministry has instructed Israeli embassies throughout the world to be on alert in wake of the events in Iran. Israeli security officials are concerned about the possibility that Iran might target Israeli civilians in either the United Arab Emirates or Bahrain in its efforts to avenge the death of Moshen Fakhrizadeh, who was assassinated on Friday outside of Tehran. Dubai has become a hot spot for Israeli tourism as a result of the novelty of the destination, coupled with the travel restrictions to so many other countries. More than 50,000 Israelis have reportedly made reservations to travel to the Persian Gulf for Hanukkah. A total of 995 people tested positive yesterday for COVID-19, accounting for more than 3% of the tests. The IDF intelligence report from this morning warns of an outbreak because of the lifted restrictions and because of complacency due to reports about vaccines. Last week, the number of people who tested positive in the Arab sector rose by 30%, (coughs) excuse me, and by only 2% in the ultra-Orthodox sector. Professor Iran Segal from the Weizmann Institute said today that infection in the Arab society is five times that of the general population. Ayman Sayaf, in charge of the Interior Ministry's Coronavirus Directorate for the Arab population, said that flights to Turkey must be banned, since that was the source for widespread infection in the Arab sector. In an interview to Khan Radio, he said that some of those returning from Turkey were positive and were not maintaining quarantine, as required from travellers returning from a red country. About weddings in the Arab sector, he said that now was not the time for holding events and that they should be postponed until next year. The coronavirus cabinet is scheduled to discuss this week the option of imposing more restrictions ahead of the holidays next month, Hanukkah, Christmas and New Year's Eve. The ministers will discuss imposing either a new lockdown in an as-yet-undecided format or a ban on intercity travelling. The restrictions will be imposed to prevent large gatherings. Despite the rise in the infection rate, There has been no change in the plan to reopen schools. No date has yet been set for the coronavirus meeting. The director of the Israel Institute for Biological Research, Professor Shmuel Shapira, said that the Israeli vaccine against COVID-19 would be given yet summer. He said that the institute was capable of producing 15 million vaccines for all of Israel's citizens. He said the vaccine was efficient and safe. Roughly 150,000 Israelis may be vaccinated against COVID-19 by the end of this year, according to the representatives of the Technological Department of the Health Ministry, which participates in, who participated in the first meeting of the Committee for Vaccines. Can Television News reported last night that a disagreement came to the fore at the meeting, 
as to which members of the public should be first to receive the vaccine. Some thought that high-risk groups should be vaccinated first, including the elderly. The majority said that medical workers should be vaccinated first, among other reasons, to send the message to the public that the vaccine is safe. The committee members agreed that more data should be requested from the companies developing the vaccines. In wake of the rising coronavirus infection rate in the army, the IDF is planning to suspend all furloughs. Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi has instructed soldiers who serve on closed bases to come to their bases with enough personal supplies for one month after the infection rate surged last week in the IDF. The weather, no significant change today. Maximum temperatures in the main centres today, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv and Haifa 22, Elat 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8pm Israel time for a one-hour news programme.